Camus Parks and Rec gets first look at options for North Shore development. Camus moves forward with development plans for North Shore sub-area. By John Lay with Clark, County, Today.com. At Thursday evening's Camus Parks and Recreation Commission meeting, citizens got their first peek at two possible options for the North Shore development of Lakamas Lake. In the past few years, the city has recently acquired roughly 140 acres of North Shore land for $22 million, in what has been called legacy lands. Many citizens believe these were being set aside to reduce development along the North Shore. The members were shown two options city planning staff and their WSPUSA consultants had created. This was supposedly based on community input and surveys, and an effort to comply with Growth Management Act, GMA, requirements for 20-year planning to accommodate growth. The north shore of Lakamas Lake is an estimated 990-acre area of largely undeveloped lands. There are several large farms, some city-owned lands, and many rural homes on acreage. This is contrasted by the developed southern shore of Lakamas Lake. It has the Camas Meadows Golf Course on the western end, many subdivisions, and then Heritage Park and city-owned Lakamas Lake Lodge. Lakamas Lake has been called the jewel of Camas. Properly handling development around the lake is of key interest to a significant number of residents. But for many years, the jewel has been tarnished by dirty water, as caution and warning signs were posted many months of the year indicating lake water was unsafe for people and their pets. A citizen has sued the city for failing to enforce clean water laws. The two options revealed extensive parks along the southern part of the North Shore area, a new road system, and different colored areas of possible zoning. Staff revealed that one option was 23% parks and open space, 19% business park and light industrial, 21% residential split between high and low density, and the balance is mixed use in schools. The second option was 16% parks and open space, 19% business park and light industrial, 31% residential, and the balance mixed use in schools but citizen Randall Friedman pushed back hard during citizen comments. A visioning workshop was well attended with many common points made, he said. Reminder, no one wanted more development than current zoning. He then chastised the officials at the meeting. There was no communication about tonight's meeting and the availability of the two map proposals. Nothing was shared on the city's social media page. Friedman had expressed concerns last year when a steering committee was formed and excluded public membership. Two maps, both with substantial development dumping traffic on our two-lane roads, he said. Never mind the vision expressed by the public at the visioning workshop. These proposals are double and triple the existing zoning capacity per the staff's document. Quite contrary to the people's visioning process. Friedman continued. So that's what happens when the public isn't invited. Maybe this is why staff is hiding this from the public. They certainly are not making an effort to engage the public. This explains why there are three lawsuits involving community development. We don't seem to be learning. The Sticky Note Exercise Two years ago just prior to the pandemic, residents met at Camas High School, engaging in an exercise developed by consultant WSPUSA and Camas planning staff. The goal was to solicit citizen input for the North Shore. But citizens rebelled at the meeting. The sticky note exercise asked groups to put different colored post-it notes in different places on maps of the North Shore. Each one served as a zoning code. One color marked single-family homes, another multifamily homes. A third color marked business development, and another marked light industrial. The drill had specific numbers of each sticky note, all required to be placed somewhere on the map. There were about 18 separate groups participating. They created 18 maps with each group's sticky notes. Each group was then asked to explain their maps and their considerations and issues. But one group rebelled. 
they refused to put their sticky notes on the North Shore map. They called themselves the rebels with a cause. They didn't want the North Shore to be developed. All 18 maps were placed on easels in an adjacent area. All the participants were asked to go vote for the plan they preferred. They were given two round yellow dots to vote for their top two choices. The citizens also rebelled. Overwhelmingly, they preferred the rebels map. They wanted no development of the North Shore at this time. Words written on the bottom of the map after the participants voted tell the story. Number 1. Reconsider Council's decision to focus on Enshore. Number 2. Focus on mill property to address jobs and housing. Number 3. 2. Sick, much light industrial and or multifamily will have a major vehicle impact on the Everett Corridor. New Camas Mayor Barry McDonald noted the outcome. I think that that was the one that got the most attention, and they decided not to put any dots, sticky notes representing zoning, on the board, hence the rebel I think, aspect of it. Citizens explained they preferred the high-density apartments be placed downtown, near transit and other services. They pointed out many existing undeveloped areas where single-family homes could be built, including Grass Valley, Green Mountain, and other areas of the city. Mayor McDonnell would later remark on the rebels' map being the citizens' favorite in the February 18, 2020 City Council workshop meeting. I like their name for their group, he said. This was a passing comment by the mayor at the end of the council comments section of the meeting, but clearly the people had made an impression. Planning manager Robert Mall presented the two maps, but emphasized that these were merely options to start the conversation among the planning commission and citizens. He emphasized that the GMA required the city to plan for expected growth 20 years into the future. Chemist growth. Chemist is expected to grow by 11,800 people by 2040, a 47% increase. City officials noted manufacturing jobs have declined from 46% in 2002 to 26% in 2018. Job growth is predicted to occur primarily in education and health services, leisure and hospitality, government, and professional and business services. The planning document noted that 85% of population growth from 2010 to 2018 were people aged 40 and older. About 40% of projected future housing needs will be for units affordable to households. With low or moderate incomes, with a mix of rental and for sale housing. There is a lack of diverse housing types in the city, particularly units under 2,000 square feet. Staff says that to accommodate the variety of new households anticipated, and to better serve existing households with difficulty affording their housing costs, Camus will need housing options diverse in type, tenure, and cost. There was no mention of the fact that the cost of a building permit for a single-family home on the North Shore has been mentioned to be as much as $30,000. Existing zoning would allow for 651 acres to be developed of the 990 acres. Roughly one-third of the land would not be developed. It allows for 1,008 multifamily units to be built, plus another 1,500 single-family homes. The possible options would reduce the number of possible jobs in the city that might be created on the North Shore by nearly 900 jobs in option B. The other option reduces jobs by nearly 750 jobs. Both options reduce jobs compared to existing zoning. The land set aside for parks and schools removed the potential for up to 915 residential units and 416 jobs in the North Shore subarea. The GMA requires those residential units be placed elsewhere in city planning, hence the increase elsewhere. Following his remarks, Friedman and other citizens were removed from the Zoom meeting, and unable to rejoin for a period. Technical difficulties is how it was explained. This became one more example of the city choosing to keep citizens from participating, according to Friedman. He sent a strongly worded letter to Mayor Steve Hogan the next day, labeling what was going on as backroom politics. 
He called for an independent investigation into how the staff treats the public, and a specific question about bullying of women. We are no longer a company mill town, Friedman said. We do not have to accept being ignored, disrespected and bullied. We are not told what to do by the powers that be. It is no longer an old boys network where the needs of the community are not put first. He reminded the mayor that three separate lawsuits have been filed against the city because of its planning program. The presenter tonight is at the center of all three, he wrote. There's commonality, they stem from the staff not taking public concerns seriously, then treating the public dismissively. Friedman had been one citizen who in the past had supported the city effort. Not anymore. Where's an option three that makes open space more prominent than extending Vancouver into Camas? He asked. Have some public integrity and postpone this item until staff follows what they have promised our citizens, he said. And the broken cycle of Camas planning. The city staff has planned for public hearings and input regarding the North Shore development and the possible options presented. This is supposed to begin next month. They say they want to hear from the people. Friedman wants to know if they will listen and and take action based upon the input of the people.